And I will never, ever cut a player who comes out to play for me. But when you put that uniform on, that Titan uniform, you better come to work. We will be perfect in every aspect of the game. You drop a pass, you run a mile. You miss a blocking assignment, you run a mile. You fumble the football, and I will break my foot off in your John Brown hind parts. And then you will run a mile. Perfection. Let's go to work. Hey, hey, hey. Stutter, my brother was handed. Hey, fantasy. Incession. We talking touchdowns, receptions, interceptions. They got a band to kick We need that correction. Talk mouth. We flexing. How many of y'all you collect? We trying to get that winning record. Fantasy. Incession. Fantasy. Incession. What up, though? And we back. What it is, hopefully, is what it should be. Welcome to another episode of Fantasy and Session, the podcast. Today is August the 20th. The boys are back in town. Uh, man, it's been a minute. I don't know how when the last time we've been on here, but it's been a minute. Uh, me and my brothers, we back in this place to be. Football has yes, started. Sir. Injuries have happened. Um, trades Ooh. have been happening. Knock on wood. Hopefully, none of that happened to you. Uh, session takeover two tournament locked up. Draft Monday. It's draft week next week, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, man. Pretty much. Yeah. Bulk of the drafts is gonna be happening this uh next week over the next week. So hope you've been mocking, baby, because it's time. It's the most Woo! wonderful time Let's of the year. Home, so we had it was only right that we came and brought y'all a special mock episode today. Uh, first of all, we want to give a special shout out to all the uh fallen kings and queens out there. So we're gonna give our special moment of eight silence. Shout out to Black Lives. And we back, and we back. Like I said before, football has started, man. So that means we have news finally running around the cycle. Um, what, what's what, first of all? How y'all been before we get to the news? What's up? What's been great, man. Been great. You know, season's approaching, so you know it's it's time to buckle in, man. This is, but I'm ready, bro. I'm ready, man. This is Javon, what, what that for? What that Achilles looking like? It's in a cast. That's what it's looking like. <laughs> <laughs> My mobility hopping around, bro. My mobility is limited, man. Oh man, you know, you know yeah, I just wake yeah. up every day like I can't wait to walk. You know, I used to complain Damn. about walking in the heat. Now, like, I wish I can walk in. Some when day. your rehab start? <laughs> oh no, whenever, bro. So when they took my leg uh, out of the other the other uh, cast it had on in surgery. Right, you know, like the cartoon when like somebody crushed their arm and it just be wobbling like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, uh, that's how yeah. I felt like my leg was looking. You know, I couldn't really. Uh, it ain't got no strength in it, bro. I couldn't even look at all. Like, man, it looked like a dead fish right there, bro. Yeah. Like that. You ever seen the Harry Potter episode where he fell out? Not episode. The movie where he fell out the broom and then like he tried to fix his arm, and then it went noodle. Something anyway. like, yeah, that, I had right. a noodle I don't, only. Harry Potter movie I saw was the first one. That was because I was trying to get some accelerator reader points. I don't know if y'all what? remember them shits. <laughs> we're trying to get a piece of party. Shit. I failed the fuck out of that shit, boy. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. wait. Time out, time out, time out. Accelerator reader means you got to read the book. So you watch the movie. I watched the movie, bro. Boy, I failed, boy. I failed that. 
<laughs> I was like, bro, okay, bro I didn't even catch that. We <laughs> trying to get the pizza party, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, that ain't ignorant. That's it, ignorant. Hey, man, I thought <laughs> I had, a, I thought I had a genius plan, bro. Just, he wait, did. Wait, he probably. Oh, this is gonna be great. <laughs> the books is better than all the movies. I read all the books. Fun fact, man. That books is too damn big, bro. I read a couple. I read a couple. I read like one. This is good. This is only book I read as a child was Holes. I just can't read. I just can't hear anybody read. Did, didn't the, didn't the teacher read that to us? What the holes? holes. Nah, not in my class. Oh uh, no, nah, not in my class. Not the Lester. Oh uh, nah. I don't think he I had like the Lester. He was reading us hella books. Pause. But anyway, that's not that's not what the Lester was high school, right? Yeah, bro. Why the fuck, bro? Why was a high school teacher reading to us, bro? That's Bro, Southside education, bro. That just Southside education in a nutshell, bro. Like, but we was why on, is the teacher reading to us, bro? Oh, we yeah. was drawing chalk on the sidewalk <laughs> in a twelfth grade class. <laughs> I had a hundred and three with fifty absences. It's crazy. Oh, anyway, God, man. Bro. But let's get to why we here for, man. Let's get into some of the news. This is the last time we potted. Uh, out of Buffalo, Emmanuel Sanders is dealing with a foot issue. Um, oh, they're not really saying what that is. So uh, something. Gabriel Davis, Davis season. Oh, Gabriel Davis, yeah, cool. You know, he get more burn. You know, that's that second receiver over there can make a little money for you. What yeah, about Cole nah. Beasley? I mean, he always gonna be the short yardage guy until a tight end shows up, and you know, it can take up that area of the field. But you know, it, it's 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 not much yak with Beasley. You can get a little yak with Gabriel Davis, and that's and that's always yeah. good for fantasy. The I yak like Beasley Beasley roll. Wasn't going to change regardless of Sanders. Like Gabriel Davis is the only guy I think that it would have affected. But um, if he's if he's nursing an injury, right, that gives Gabriel Davis more time to get some reps in. So if you're a Davis truther, it's right. your time. Uh, Nikhil Harry um, left last night game. Oh, we didn't even talk about last night game. But anyway, he left last night game in the arm sling after diving for a great ball by Mac Jones. Hey, man, I. I I'm kind of like jumping aboard the Nikhil Harry train before this whole injury. If the, and if, if hopefully if it's not too bad, he looked good out there. He yeah, looked he looked okay. I, I ain't gonna say he looked good, but you know what I'm saying. He looked okay. What you know? Uh, um, I'm about to call Matt, I guess Matt Jones is a more accurate passer of the football than Cam New. He did look like that. Cam so, looked look good too, though. I know Cam he looked, looked good. Mac looked good too. That's gonna right. be. A- that's gonna be a n- nice little battle they got going on, bro. All right, I, I think I think Cam is gonna is gonna win it, you know, as long as for for now. But it's like his job to lose type situation. But uh, I think Nikhil Harry, would, you know, with a better quarterback, can make a, a little noise because, like you say, he was looking okay. You know, if he would have made that catch, it would have been an even better night, and we'd be talking differently about him right now. The, the wide receiver I do want out of New England, if I if I do get a wide receiver out of New England, is Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers, yes sir. That boy, and hopefully I can get the drafting before everybody else find out but, about but it. Let's hope he is occupying the part of the field that Jonu Smith and Hunter. I was thinking that too, but with Jonu and Hunter Henry, Did he played a slot. No, but he was like running across the middle type. Yeah. You know, he wasn't the outside guy. You know, that's gonna be the part of the field. I don't know. So I I'm think as long as Cam is is starting, bro, I think Jacoby Myers' value is going to be at his highest, bro, because they already For had sure. that chemistry from last year. You saw he was being hyper-targeted, bro, and he just didn't score touchdowns, bro, which he was already a candidate for positive regression. So 
It's pretty much he scored home, one bro. yesterday, bro. Yeah, mm-hmm. he scored one yesterday, so it's already starting, man. So as long as he's starting, I, I agree. Mm-hmm. Jacoby Myers is a great value. Might, you might still pick him up off waivers. So I, I don't mind him. I'm just worried about when tight ends come, how it's going to look a little bit. So you think he's going to be the most targeted wide receiver? Yeah. Uh, receiver-wise, yeah. I don't know about Jonu yet, bro, but uh, receiver-wise, I think he's the number one. Okay. Coming out of the other side of the ball, uh, Eagles starting quarterback Jalen Hurts apparently had the runs last night and he uh, wasn't able to start. Uh, Twitter went crazy. They thought they was going to try to pull a fast one on us and like start Joe Flacco and tell us Joe Flacco was better. But um, apparently he just had a stomach infection and he's going to be out for at least two days. So all is clear on the Jalen Hurts um, starting quarterback for the Eagles train. Uh, yeah, man, his ADP kind of took a little dip to it when that Deshaun Watson rumors were kind of brewing, bro. So for sure, that, if that holds, bro, he becomes even more of a value. Yeah, me too. Uh, Robbie Anderson was at practice but not participating in individual drills. That is something to keep an eye out for. Apparently, James Robinson is the early candidate to be the Jaguars' number one running back. Um, I always thought that that was going to happen anyway, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that they come out and say about that shit, man, that's I crazy. feel like James Robinson had a thousand yards as a rookie last year, and it makes no sense for him to not be on the field. For but it also made no sense for him for them to draft Travis Etienne in the first round, bro. Like, I feel like he's definitely going to have a role, Travis Etienne, but I just don't think it's going to be the role that a lot of people are wanting him to have, bro. Right. It also because- don't make sense to have Robinson out there on passing downs unless. ETN cannot pass block. That's not yeah. if ETN is pass blocking well, he should be the third down back, and that's gonna knock Robinson a lot. I, I think, like I mentioned before on the episode when we were talking about the Jaguars, I think we're gonna see Travis ETN be a little more that LaVisca should note that everybody wants LaVisca should know to be. I think Travis ETN is gonna fill in that role. Cause that's like that's split out wide and little out short, wide, yeah, short passes, and little short jet sweeps, shit like that. Um, I can see that. That that's that's just what I predict out of that backfield. And they're gonna give the thousand yard uh, running back the carries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's built for it. Might be Chris so, Carson two man. Be on the oh, lookout. Can't get that man off the field. Uh, apparently, Dak Prescott will be limited at practice. Well, he was limited at practice today, but I feel like he's gonna play um, week one, and that's all that matters. Uh, he's not going to play any preseason games. I don't think anybody was expecting him to. And if he I was, mean, oh well. I think he going to play, but you know, it's the shoulder. Like, what's going on now? Like, is is it working or is it ain't working? I you think he's pra- he's practicing that. Like, he's practicing. I, I I think if it was as bad as they saying it it was, then we would definitely know. About All right, him. so 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 we you basically take it in redraft. You basically taking that what fourth quarterback or third quarterback, however you feel. So knowing he got a shoulder injury that could pop up throughout, are you worried it could pop up throughout the season? So now are you pivoting drafting Lamar before him and Rogers before him now, or do you stick with Dak in that fourth slot? Like, because it is a shoulder. Like, uh, you know, you, y'all saying y'all that not worried about it, but that is a good point. I want to see what, what you drafting Lamar with him now. Would you? Ah oh, man, if it started. Now probably I would just because it's a it's they're close enough for it to be a tiebreaker like you know Lamar Jackson doesn't have any injury concerns at the moment so I probably would go Lamar Jackson but if 
all systems go for Dak Prescott, he's clear to play week one, then I would probably go Dak Prescott because I think oh, yeah. he's going to light the world on fire again. I, I, I'm going Dak Prescott. Uh, you can't predict injury, so that's 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 all I got to say about that. Um, y'all got any other news? I didn't see. Oh, Traquan Smith returned to practice for the Saints. I don't know if y'all see. So what? Uh, this is this is Marquez Callaway's receiver room now, buddy. Until Michael Thomas gets back, you I had your chance. I try to see. I try to see what that tight end do. Tight end who went receiver Juwan. Ah, uh, red flags, boy. He didn't get oh, one right. target last week, bro. He played, but he did not get one target last week, bro. So that's uh kind of kind of concerning. Well, Might put a little damper. Adam, Adam, oh, he talking about targets. Juwan. Adam right? No, nah, I was talking about Juwan. Oh, another tight end. The one, Josh, oh, what about Le Jordan? Wide receiver slash tight end. Lil Jordan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lil Jordan. <laughs> we just love his name. He's still bro. on the team, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh he shit. Knows. He might be. How they say? Y'all got any other any other news? Nah. Um. Nope. Uh, well, I guess we'll get into what we're here for. So we're gonna do a special mock draft episode uh, for the people. Uh, where where are you drafting at in the session takeover? I am drafting at four. Um, unfortunately, somebody beat me to the fourth spot. Uh, Akami, you just you got me. You, I guess I got to be quicker than that. But I am drafting fourth, so I'm gonna be picking fifth in this mock. So, Javar, I'm, dra- I'm drafting first, but I'll be picking second in this mock. So you already know Pat Mahomes on the team. You feel me? I love it. Hey, do you hey, ever I'm feel? Do y'all ever feel any added pressure uh, drafting first? Like it's all cool, and I think just in like, a super flex, I do. Yeah. I really, I feel like I'm more. I feel, I feel, I'm more worried in a single league because that first, you know, I feel like it's easy in the single because you. But a position, play, a position player is more prone to get. Well, I guess is that correct? Yeah, injured player, a uh, position player is more prone to get injured than a quarterback. So you know, you feel a more a little bit safer with you. But you're not going. I'm talking about in a one QB league. You're not picking a quarterback one on one. You right. know what I mean? And crit, like I feel like it's easy in in a one QB. Christian McCaffrey, don't overthink it, bro. Two players in one. Super flex is where it gets tricky for me, bro. Because do I take Christian McCaffrey or do I lock up the best quarterback? So. Definitely feel a little more pressure for Superflex. Not me. All right. You already know. I'm going to pat my homies. 50 touchdowns. I'm buying. Y'all notice. I don't know if y'all looked at the rankings, man. I don't have Pat Mahomes number one no more, man. i seen that. Yeah, I can't. I, he don't. He just don't rush the ball enough, bro. I know he's going to be super duper efficient. He's the number one real-life quarterback. But for fantasy, man, Kyler Murray. one-on-one. Exactly. I think I think I, I probably I, – I go back and forth with him. I don't know. Yeah. I go back and forth with them. It's like one A, one B for me. He make it out. I just feel like Mahomes is gonna have to repeat that fifty touch, and he can do it definitely easily. He is the outlier. But uh, until I see it consistently, I think I'm gonna go with that Konami Code quarterback that can also pass the ball. So what he had? Not him break. Not fifty touchdowns consistently. What he had like forty something last year. I'm not sure how many he had last year. He was on pace to be the number one quarterback last year. Oh, he had forty. He had forty last year. Right, and he's on pace to be the number one quarterback, but he missed a game or two and only won the number one quarterback. No, he didn't miss a game last year. 20 points. He missed a game. He snapped his knee. 
Remember? Right. That, you that, was playoffs. that was playoffs. No, 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 no. That was oh, no, no, no. That year, what you're talking about is the year before last. When that was the year before last? Okay. Yeah. That was wild. I just I think of that meme, bro. It was a meme that I saw, bro, where he was kind of like sideways and he had like a blank stare. It was like the face you make when Andy Reid calls a, a QB sneak with your already injured quarterback. Because I already, I think he was already like nursing like an injured ankle or some shit. That's so crazy that he popped his whole knee back into place. Like, I don't know. I know, bro. They said that was, that was like a good thing that he did that too, bro. Like it kind of. <laughs> or he, he kept it he kept it still like he, he didn't move around you know what i mean like he kept it still enough mm-hmm. to where it didn't cause any additional like ligament damage bro I was like bro this shit. dude is just great at everything bro bullshit he's great at popping uh, his leg back in popping it out of place popping it back in place what can he do he can throw a touchdown diving sideways <laughs> and Jeez. people don't talk about him losing People don't talk about him losing the Super Bowl enough for me. But anyway, let's get into why we're here, man. Bro, if you watch that Super Bowl game again, bro, you won't be talking about it like that either, bro. I watched it clearly. Dude threw a diving pass, literally accurate as fuck. So, but yeah. He running for his life and still dropping dimes. It it wasn't his fault, game. Trust me. He lost, though. But anyway, uh, let's let's go ahead and start it off. I don't know if I told them where I was drafting. Now. I'm drafting one of seven, man. What kind of strategies are y'all? What kind of strategies are you thinking about going going into this? Uh, from the what you say you drafting that lowest number four, five. Well, I'm drafting four no, no, in real life. In real life, four. What do you think about? Um, if McCaffrey falls to me, I probably will take him. But if not, then I'm going quarterback. Probably looking at like a Kyler Murray, Josh Allen type player. So, um, but. Yeah, so we have McCaffrey, Mahomes, Cook, and one hundred four. Updating on your screen. Yeah. Do you um? Are you going to be like? It's not. It's not updating on the. Oh, there you go. Okay, it's a little late. It's just slow. Do you um? Do you go into the draft thinking like I'm going to go quarterback, running back, running back, or like something like that, Javar? Are you are you thinking about that before you get into the draft? Uh. I already know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, you know, the plan is to go quarterback, running back, running back, something like that. But I already know once I get to that 3-1 and a Tyree there or, or Stefan Diggs there, I might take them at three, you know, get a top uh, or run up, you know, a tier two, three, probably even four. You should be able to get a three running back right there. Tier three running back and then get a tier one wide receiver. That's probably something I think about doing. It's really just crazy that the running backs dry up so fast. That's what I notice when I'm doing these. That's, it's ugly. Yeah. Uh, so <clears throat> it we went. Um, what you say up to Derrick Henry, then Carlos took Kyler Murray, then Saquon Barkley went at 106 after him. Um, at this point, I'm I don't know. I'm gonna try something different. I like what Carlos did in one of the mocks I seen yesterday. He went Travis Kelsey early. I like Nick Chubb. because I don't want to go Alfred Kamara just because every time I draft a Saint player to get hurt. So <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, please don't go Kamara, bro. Yeah, I gotta like just not put him on my team. Uh, so I like Nick Chubb. I think that's the next uh, highest rated running back I got on my board. Uh, the computer took Jonathan Taylor. Uh, then we got some guy at Dizzy and Dizzle on the ones and Tizzles. Um, I am kind of shocked to see quarterbacks not going off the board up more often in the first round. Only two have been drafted at the ninth pick. It's the sleeper bot. 
Yeah, that's <laughs> but they but they updated the sleeper box though. The sleeper box is not as bad. Yeah, yeah it's but, not bad at all. Still, and also, like all the humans in the draft. Well, okay, me and Javar took Mahomes and uh, Murray, so yeah, no. I'm more so thinking like uh, if, if I do like to zig when others zag though. So if a quarterback does wrap back around here, hopefully it does because we are drafting with the computer bots. Um, I think yes. I would take. Would you? Would you like? Do you think going quarterback quarterback puts you at a disadvantage in superflex like back to back rounds? It could, man, because um, you. It, it would just set you kind of behind the eight ball in terms of like running backs and receivers. But man, it's no trading in this league. So I mean, you need to have two good quarterbacks. I think if you do have two stud quarterbacks, bro, like that's gonna be a good baseline for you to have. So you really only need to hit on like I would say like one running back and one receiver to really like set you apart, bro. But if you if you wait on your second quarterback, then you, I feel like you could kind of come into more problems, bro, because if that second quarterback don't hit, then, mm-hmm. yeah, right. you're struggling. We are, the, it's a tournament, so to win this type of tournament, you can't Outside. play so safe. So you got to You got to try to wiggle somewhere and whatever player you feel like is going to outplay the ADP. You know what I'm saying? So, like, for some people, it might be Tua. So I can understand you get you a stud in the first round and wait. To I guess to it might go around the fifth, sixth, or something like that, and to where you can get some stud running back and wide receivers, and then get to a who some believe is going to be a, a, a higher end quarterback too. So you know what I'm saying with those weapons, you know what I'm saying. So you can kind of play play with fire that way. But me personally, I'm at least lock up one good quarterback, and then my second quarterback I ain't playing around once. Once it get close to Matt Ryan and Kirk Cousins, I got to grab one of those as my second. I can't go no further than Matt Ryan and Kirk Cousins. And I think so- that's a good <clears throat> that's a good question, Carla. What's the, what's the lowest the last quarterback two you willing to have on your team? I would probably say uh, Kirk Cousins too, bro, because he starts off the season with a really nice schedule. So I would look to. Uh, Probably be it would probably be Kirk Cousins as my last or Fitzpatrick because Fitzpatrick might be going behind him. Oh yeah, Fitzpatrick is going. Uh, yeah, he's going uh, a good bit around later. At least does that two. does that guy what's his name start with an H Hensky or whatever his name does that not scare you out? Heineke, Heineke, mm-hmm. not really, man. He didn't really do nothing for to. He didn't really show me anything to to think that he's gonna take anybody's job i know fitzpatrick might force the issue if he comes out there and gives us one of our those classic fitz tragic games where he's you know throwing picks all day but you know if that happens Mm -hmm. i mean they're just really pretty much trying to save themselves from fitzpatrick if that happens i don't think it's because of heineke offers something else all right quick catch up so starting at i don't think we went at the 110 so 110 austin eckler was drafted travis i mean tyreek hill at 11 Aaron Jones at 12, Ezekiel Elliott at 2-1, I think is a steal. Stefan Diggs at 2-2, Travis Kelsey at 2-3, DeAndre Hopkins at 2-4, Antonio Gibson at 2-5. I then took my first quarterback, Josh Allen, at 2-6. Then Devontae right, Adams. Devontae Adams went at 2-7. Then Lowe's took uh, Darren Waller at 2-8. I did see on your rankings that you had Darren Waller above uh, – 
George Kittle too. We can talk about that. Yes, um, yes. Uh, yeah, go ahead. And then Jackson went after Waller. Yeah, and then I was uh, back on Javar after the computer took whoever he's a uh, uh, DK Metcalf or Calvin Ridley. Clear, clearly, I would take. Uh, clearly, I would take Dak Prescott right here, but I'm gonna play along with the bots, <clears throat> and I'm gonna just uh, go the running back who I think got the highest ceiling right here. And I'm just going with Najee Harris. You know, Mixon, I feel like it's a safe play right there. Um, yeah, Mixon, I feel like it's a safe play right there. But with the upside, I go Najee Harris and play along. Whether than that, I would get a, a quarterback. And, yeah, it, it is. I don't know why it's doing this. The lineup is set for uh, Superflex, mm-hmm. the two quarterbacks. But I don't know why it's got the running backs rated so high. And uh, I think he got refresh on the screen. I mean, it's not bad. It's not bad. <clears throat> oh, I got to refresh on the other screen. Yeah, it's not. Bro, I don't think. <clears throat> I don't think the draft is going bad. I mean, because everybody's zagging when if so. If everybody's, it's not like it's not quarterbacks left. You know what I mean? I don't think it exactly. a, a draft. I don't think a draft would go this way. But it's not like it's not. Oh, a draft is definitely not going to go. Not no super flex. It's going to be similar to the sky fish to where. The run, a running back, you know, somebody will take round seven. Somebody will take CMC and, and Kelsey. And the at first. least four, at least four quarterbacks is going to go in the first round. I would say. Dak ain't gonna make it that far. No way, no way. Dak, if that was the case, I wouldn't have took freaking Kyler Murray number in my with my first pick, bro. Because I would be more than happy to have Dak Prescott. That is true. Me too. I would be more than happy to have him right there, also. Uh, one of the, one of the biggest things I think uh, that people lose before they even draft is not knowing the rules of the draft and the scoring of the leagues, the individual leagues, and of course in this uh, draft we have, or <clears throat> well, in this tournament we have a, a little bit of uh, our own scoring. So if you didn't know, you probably want to take a look at the scoring before you get into this. Uh, we got six six uh, points for passing touchdowns for quarterbacks. <clears throat> um, other things is negative three points for pass interceptions. 0.5 points for passing first downs. Uh, that'd probably be the only odd things about quarterbacks. Uh, running backs, the standard six touch six points for a touchdown. Rushing first downs get you a one full point, and it's 0.1 point for every rushing attempt. Um, and yeah, rushing touchdown first point. Um, and it's a reception bonus for one point also for running backs. And then wide receivers get the standard six points for a touchdown, <clears throat> two points for every first down they get. And the wide receiver catcher bonus is 0.5, while the tight end ca- catcher bonus is 1.5. Uh, so, tier, so tier PPR. That is crazy, bro. That, that means like exactly. the running backs are gold. Quarterbacks and running backs are down there equal. If, if I think we're – not, not just this, running back. This, this makes running back kind of like – Low in my they get like point one. You said, they get two, you said receivers get two points per first down, per first down, yeah. So, I mean, but but but, but, why but, rec- but running, running backs, backs get a full point for a, a, a first down, also. So, I think for pass and catching they, and, carry, and, they get, and they get a point, for, uh, what, what you said, a zero, a point one for point one for carry. every touch, mm-hmm. right, point one for bro. every touch, 
And they so, get a reception bonus of, of a full point for if they can. So I think passing catcher running backs would be what I would be looking for. I, mean, I tried to make it even out so one position wouldn't be too crazy. So like the workhorse running back. <laughs> right. I'm about really to say, I'm about to say, so so that yeah. top, so the, so that first tier running backs are 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 damn near quarterbacks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then mm. you know the interceptions uh hurts the quarterbacks with the three points. And so I think you definitely have to get a, a running back that mm-hmm. is a pass catcher. So mm-hmm. I don't know if I would have went Nick Chubb there at this point. Now, now, no, I think Nick Chubb straight. He get a, he'll get enough carries and he gonna get some touchdown deodorant. Uh, so after Javar um, picked Najee Harris at two eleven, that Prescott screen real quick. That Prescott went at two twelve. AJ Brown went at three one. Um, DK Metcalf went at three three. Then Clyde Edwards-Hilaire went at 3-4. So I, I want to talk about Clyde Edwards-Hilaire a little bit. A lot of people are up and down on Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Um, I know Carlos is one of the biggest Clyde Edwards-Hilaire supporters. Um, I like Joe Mixon, the person that you actually selected at 3-5 over Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. How do you feel about that? I agree with you just because we know that uh-huh. – Mixon is going to see the bulk of the touches. Like, it's no more Gio there. Um, he was already getting, like, 20, 22, I want to say, averaging 22 touches per game last year. And then that was with Gio getting, like, four targets, five targets or whatever he was getting per game. So with him out of the way, man, and you add Jamar Chase to, you know, make it to where they literally cannot stack the box anymore. I just think Mixon is, uh, gives you that ceiling, plus he gives you a safer floor than Edwards. Love mm-hmm. Edwards Alaire, man. Um, I do think his role is going to expand, especially in the passing game. Um, now that we don't have uh, – who was that that they brought in? Um, Bell. Was it Bell? Yeah. Maybe on Bell, yeah. So he's out of the <laughs> way. And then you have reports coming out saying that they do want to involve him more. So, But they still have to do it. Um, we know Mixon is going to get that. So that's why I would rank uh, Mixon over Allaire myself. I'm just worried, man. I don't know. They they want the ball in Patrick Mahomes' hands a lot. It just – I don't know. It's not looking like an offense built for a running back right now. I know they got a better line. So if I don't see it this year, I'm, you know, I really don't have no shares of them. I love the talent wise, but just the situation right now. If I don't see it this year, bro, I'm really off the train. But the thing is, bro, he was getting the touches last year before Bell came in and just kind of scrambled everything up, bro. So he was getting the touches. He wasn't getting the passing game usage that we like to see. So we hope that expands. And we also hope that he sees that positive aggression. But I'm not really worried about him from a rushing standpoint. I'm just worried about the – are they going to have him running more routes? Are they going to have him split out wide and, you know, target him more in the passing game and him, you know, getting I, the I, touchdowns that he didn't get last year? I just think he he he's going to have to be efficient with his touches for sure. That's how I feel. Like everybody's talking about J.K. Dobbins got to be I, – I feel safer drafting him before Edwards for me. But so, so, Dobbins got a rushing quarterback – and Gus Edwards behind him. But so. they rushed the ball. Yeah. They're the number one rushing team in the league. Yeah, because of <laughs> Lamar Jackson taking 25% yeah. of the rushes. <laughs> All right. Sure. So, so it's, it's, not, it's not like it's on the back of J.K. Dobbins. That he That's a lot, it. though, bro. That's but a lot. And J.K. Dobbins getting 42, 45 touches of uh, 40, 42% of those touches. That's still around 240 carries. So that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's that many – if Lamar rushing 25% of 500 rushes, that's a lot of rushes still left over. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's still 250, 40 opportunities for J.K. Dobbins to run the football. 
And not even mention they say they want to involve him in catching too. So I'm all on that hype train. So after after I took J.K. Dobbins at three seven, I took a gamble. Hey, but that was a I, hell of a pick, Gabe. I took a gamble, and I was thinking that some quarterbacks was going to come back, but then they went on a, a, a mean ass quarterback run. Uh, Justin Herbert at at three eight, Joe Burrow at three nine, Russell Wilson at three ten, Matt Stafford at three eleven, then had Aaron Rodgers at three twelve. DeAndre Swift went at 4-1, Kyle Pitts at 4-2, Allen Robinson at 4-3, Terry McLaurin at 4-4, then Josh Jacobs went at 4-5. So I feel like I have to drop, drop a quarterback here or I'll be at the bottom of the barrel when it comes back. Uh, uh, duh, duh, duh. I already have this. I, I got to take a stable. I want to take somebody stable and think I'll go um, – Man, shit. Tom Brady. Oh, it was between Tom Brady and Ryan Tannehill, but I went Tom Brady. That's pretty gross. Uh, I feel like I, like I should have went Ryan Tannehill now. What do you think? I feel I have, uh, What do I have in my rankings? Uh, uh, excuse me. I have Brady like seven and Tannehill like 10 or something. So, uh, yeah, I, I would have went Tannehill. But in this in this format though, like since it, it penalized you a little bit more for um interceptions, Brady might be the better guy. Not saying mm-hmm. that Tannehill's gonna throw a lot of interceptions. I just think Tom Brady is gonna throw fewer of them. So and my thought process with that is already having I mean Josh Allen, of course, was the, the great white hope uh, the fantasy MVP last year, but he still has that unpredictability to his game. And so I feel like yeah. I needed somebody that I know for sure is gonna be game in, game out, somebody I can depend on. That's why I went. Hey, let me I'm tell you here. Like listen here, boy. You're safe with that boy, Allen. Boy. As long as digs out there running routes. Facts. <laughs> so after Brady Lawrence went. And I could do what Gabe did and get like a you know a guy that's gonna give you a nice floor, bro. But like Javar also said, you want to shoot for stealing in this type of tournament, man. So if Jalen Hurts is there for me in the fourth round to yeah. give me another Konami Cole quarterback, I'm gonna take him there. Um because I have a potential to have two top five quarterbacks just based on you know, because they both are gonna rush the ball. They both are candidates to get like a thousand rushing yards. So um yeah, I'm gonna go with Jalen Hurts there. Mm, I saw. Are you not scared of Jalen Hurts? Do you not think that they? I'm not, I mean, I, I, mean, I was, point. but I was I was a little nervous about the the Sean Watson rumors. But if he's not going there, I'm not really worried about Joe Flacco. Man, he does not provide. I don't think he provides enough in this point of his career to really help a team out. Like I just don't see it. In this I, format, I'd be kind of worried. But regular fantasy. I'm not worried at all with Hurts and regular fantasy, but this format, maybe I'd be a little worried. Wait, we're not doing completion percentage, so. Nah. So, oh, so, yeah. Big completions. Okay, yeah, so with Hurts, it's a pretty good pick, man. I think it's kind of gross how the the Eagles are treating him. Like he's like he's the probably the worst starting quarterback, getting the worst starting quarterback treatment ever. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just real. saying Dak ain't Dak ain't get it handed to him. They was down, you know, talking Dak. You know, it's you, not you so see much. Who he is? Bro, when Dak, you're not a first round, Dak wasn't a first round quarterback, and Jalen Hurts wasn't either. But he was drafted like he, second round. He's second round. I think that's what Dak was drafted right. in the second round. So that's what I'm saying, you know, you know. And then I feel like they know that like too. Like if you're not a first round, round, like a fifth round draft pick. He was fifth round. I'm pretty no sure. Way. 
I'm pretty sure. Golly. Golly. What you were saying? Go ahead. Uh, who was talking to Javar? Uh, I'm yeah, on it was a fourth round, fourth round draft pick, fourth, fourth. round draft pick. Wow. Yeah, I knew yeah, I knew I wasn't wrong. How did he fall wrong. that far, bro? That is insane. I mean, he played at Mississippi State. He wasn't like a world beater at Mississippi State. Yeah, but he was still SEC, and he, he produced over there. Mm-hmm. He looked crazy. decent. Mm-hmm. He did look uh, decent. All right, catch up. Where we at in the draft? Uh, uh, Javar just took Daryl Henderson. Oh, speaking of Daryl Henderson, man, the rise of Daryl Henderson after Cam Akers, of course, tore his Achilles. How do y'all feel about Daryl Henderson going into this year? Uh, I mean, as long as you get him as your running back, too, I, f- I feel safe. He's in a McVay offense. You, you already know McVay going to put some magic together, and uh, it's a well-oiled machine with Matthew Stafford back there. They're going to score some points. They got a good defense. They're going to get ahead some games and run the football, and it's going to be that guy, Daryl Henderson. Daryl Henderson was just a, a – a step under Cam Akers, but we know Daryl Henderson is a competent running back that you can run out there and have some upside. So I, I like it. Yeah, with, with, uh, with only worry, yeah, only worry <laughs> I feel like you will have with Henderson is if a, a veteran gets cut and then they, you know, you get signed by the Rams. But if they go into the season with Xavier Jones and these other guys they have on the roster, I'm not really worried about Henderson. I'm just hoping he can stay healthy um, because if he does, he's going to be on you, getting all the touches in a um, high-powered offense. So I love mm-hmm. Daryl Henderson. His ADP hasn't really corrected, bro. He's still going in that running back dead zone, and I don't feel like mm-hmm. he belongs there. So if that stays there, man, somebody's going to get great value on him. Speaking of running backs that are, that are in that dead zone that you're talking about, who who are the other ones that you think are that are in that dead zone? Because I think, like I was talking about at the beginning, it's a, it's a steep drop-off at a certain point. I think you got like zone is that point. Kareem Hunt, Mike Davis, Miles Gaskin, Edmonds, um, Edmonds uh, Miles Sanders, James, Rob- James Robinson. My- I don't know if Miles Sanders is this. What is his ADP right now? Miles Sanders still uh, gone before, like around Jacob. I think he's like right before the dead zone. Right. Mm. The pick on you, Los. Oh sure. Uh, after after. Uh, Javar took Daryl Henderson, Miles Sanders went at 412, then CD Lamb at 5-1 over the likes of like a lot of other wide receivers. The CD Lamb hype is real. Um then Bro. Justin Fields was taken, then Keenan Allen, then Chris Carson, then the pick is on Los at this moment. But yes, yeah, talking about CD Lamb, man. Uh Los has him in his top 10 right now. Do not see yeah, you had him man. in like seven. I just think, bro, he's, he's just gonna like take that 12, s- second, second leap, bro. I mean, second year leap. He just has that alpha mentality, and then of course them being on hard knocks doesn't help, bro. Because they're yep. you know they're, they're giving him the spotlight, and he's out mm-hmm. here making plays all over people, bro. And we mentioned when we talked about Dallas on our breakdown what he was doing with Dak Prescott in his rookie year with no all season or training camp. Now that he has that man, I just think bro, the sky's the limit, bro. Like this is going to be the last year you can get him outside of like the first round. Like he's going to be one of those first round receivers. I feel like. Yeah. So, so what you saying, Calvin Johnson? I mean, it's not Calvin Johnson, Calvin Ridley type situation. Yes, shout out, Run Boys. Yes. You feel so, uh, bro? Uh, I'm going okay. to go. The pick is on me right now. I'm going to go with the stack right now. Um, so after yeah, Keenan Allen was taken, then Chris Carson at four. 
then Mike Williams by Los at 5'5", five, five, then Travis Etienne, who we talked about earlier at 5'6", then I went with the stack, Chris Godwin. How do y'all feel about aiming for stacks while you're drafting? Is that something I mean, that you're conscious like of? I don't like it in I don't like it in regular redraft because I feel like I mean of course when it hits then you're you're like you're pretty much gonna win that week if it hits but when it doesn't hit then it kind of can you know slow you down so but when you're in a tournament a multi league tournament man like we say you want to shoot for ceiling bro so stacking is where I will you know or multi league tournaments is where I will look to stack my um, players See. like that or like best ball leagues or something like that so. I think something I mean, like this definitely stacking. I, I feel like you you want the touchdown person. So Godwin is is you know the reception person, but Mike Evans gonna get out of touchdown deodorant. So if it was a, I feel like I still like the stack, but I feel like it would have been better with Evans because you'd have been given double touchdowns because Mike Evans gonna score more touchdowns than Godwin's. Well, Evans wasn't available at the moment. I know, I know that was <laughs> what I'm just saying. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Um, erase the I, pick. I, no, no, I'm just playing. I think um, a stack is something that I don't necessarily consciously aim for, but if it happens, I'm definitely not going to pass it up. If I'm like in the in the middle of taking, uh, like a, who am I going to pick over who am I going to pick, and if it's a stack on the board, I think that's something I'm aiming for. How do y'all feel about those? The like the I guess I don't know if they like uh, if it's a fantasy term for them, but I, I guess I call them like reverse stacks, where you have two of the same wide receivers from the same team on your team. I, I mean, think it's, it's, it's only best ball for me. Uh, I I did it, but I did it more in like dynasty. Not not I haven't really did. Like it I'll do it with like a Kelsey Hill if I have the opportunity to. Tight end, wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver. Only team I would do it on if I know they're gonna pass a lot, like the Bengals. And if it's mm. just straight good value, I can't pass it up. That's, that's what, what I was thinking about. Do, like type wide receiver on my team. Other than that. I pivot because it'd be somebody in the same tier as him that I could take. Sure. Like, would you be comfortable taking two of those um, bingo wide receiver wide receivers and having them as your wide receiver two, wide receiver three? I don't know if we mentioned the um, the roster. Let's go ahead and go over the roster right quick. So we got one quarter super flex, of course, but you got to at least start one quarterback, two running backs, uh, three wide receivers, a tight end, and two flexes. So you have to start at least three wide receivers. So would you feel comfortable having, uh, let's say, a CD Lamb and then two of the Bengals wide receivers, either of your picks, you take it however you want to take it? I would like a CD Lamb and Amari Cooper if I could get that. You know what I'm saying? Because I, f- I just feel like uh, they're more prone to get more targets than a Higgins and Chase combo or a Higgins and Boyd combo. So it just I, I I wanted in a more high official like uh the Vikings offense where it's only those guys gonna get uh Thielen and Jefferson gonna get majority of the targets. Herb gonna get a little bit, but you know, you know those two guys gonna get the majority of his targets, especially in the red zone, Thielen gonna eat. So I, you know that's I think to me about having two wide receivers on the same team is like they cap each other's ceilings, you know what I'm saying? It's it's gonna be very rare that you have two wide receivers on the same team go bonkers. You know what I mean? So, like, if one wide receiver – so, let's say Jamar Chase has a bonkers game and you really need, like, all of your team to go hard to this week, you know what I'm saying? Now Tyler Boy only had a 50-yard game and maybe he might have caught a touchdown, but he yeah. didn't because Chase – because Jamar Chase went bonkers. That, that's that's like, why I, I say I feel more bad where it's, like, two alphas on that offense in the passing game where there's three over there. 
that's that's why like Julio Jones been, and, and Calvin really. I would have felt cool with that stat because Julio Jones gonna get all the yards, and eventually, if somebody get a touchdown, it's probably gonna be written. Didn't you draft that last year and it didn't work out? I mean, it did work out. I traded Julio Jones to you for uh Josh Allen and a couple of <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. That was you walked right into that one, boy. Was that that league? Uh, it was TMC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I drafted him. Oh. I, I don't think I made the playoffs that year when I drafted yeah, but, Julio. But, you took a, but it took a long time. But you had to like try to get Julio off. It wasn't like people was lining up. You know what I'm saying? Like, and now you stuck with two wide receivers on the same team. That's what I'm scared of. But it's uh, actually funny that you mentioned that, bro. Um, I know you're on the clock, so you can go ahead and pick while I'm talking. But I was just listening to the footballers, and Jason Moore just did a study about over the last three years. When there's three receivers picked in the top 50, like pretty much the sum of his his argument was that one only one of those players finishes as a top 36 receiver. Like might it might have been one year where they had two in the top 36, but when it's three players in the top 50, then um only one of those players is gonna finish as a give you a fantasy relevant season. Now mm-hmm. Of course, I'm not. I'm not saying that to say don't draft Jamar Chase, don't draft Ceedee Lamb. I think that you know you still got to take your shots on who you think is going to be the guy. Right. But the conclusion I would come from that is I would not want two players on the same team on my roster because yeah, not I just, yeah, it's with, with, with that, with that, yeah, with those, with that data, man, like it, it shows that it does limit their ceiling. So, yeah. Not even with the duos, not even with the duos like Jamar, like not Jamar, like Lavar said with uh CD Lamb and Amari Cooper. Like, yeah, it's I cool mean, in theory to have that stack, but in a dynasty, I would think it's cool. But in redraft, I just think it's just so much potential. Like, if I could have is Amari Cooper right. and let's say a Robert Woods or a Cooper Cup instead Look, of the where do you have Amari in your rankings? Where do you have why when you want like you have them both finishing almost damn near wide receiver ones? Are you talking about you don't want that stat? You I have that as the highest, you know, official. Yeah, but if they finish, if they finish that way, they ain't, that don't mean they ain't gonna have a you know a couple bad games sprinkled, sprinkled in there. You know what I mean? I yeah, mean, so. yeah, but if they finish in that top, they mean they're not a lot of bad games, and then one covering the other one for sure. No, it could be it could be a few bad games, bro. Like, and then they could also have a couple blow up games that that raises their end of season, you know finish mm-hmm. so but in terms of like consistency i think that it might limit your ceiling to have two players more, the same more, more so no i'm not looking to do a wide receiver stack unless one on fall that's great value or something like if i get a guy when then i get antonio brown later okay cool you know that's, that's and you can't trade so oh yeah for here but exactly normal but um Real life, stack, I'm fine with a quarterback. Like, if I can, you know, if you can get a Josh Allen and a Stefan Diggs or a Tyreek and a uh, Mahomes, I'd be hella cool with that for real. For real, another uh, thing yeah. I want to talk about in this in this draft that we got going is that uh, these tight ends are flying like the tight ends with names on them, you know what I'm saying? Especially in, in our scoring where they get a whole nother one and a half points for like catching the, the ball. I feel like you might have to go get a tight end. And when I look around at the landscape and I see what's left, it's like, if you don't go get one early, then you might as well not like wait. But I feel like you might be in a disadvantage in the session takeover. If you wait on tight end, like I'm normally a waiter on tight ends, but I feel like after TJ, you might, you probably at a disadvantage. 
I, so I'm thinking like in the in on Monday, I might like be aiming for like Cal Pitts around the fourth. You know yeah, I, mean? I, I agree with that. Um I'm getting because it's it's easier. I feel like it's easier to plug and play like receivers and running backs like in any format. But mm. when it comes to tight ends, it's a little more difficult to do. And we know once you get past really really the top three, man, is it's kind of mm. shaky. But of course we got the Mark Andrews, Pitts, and Hawkinson this year. So I will feel more comfortable than I did in years past going for one of those guys. But Man, if if you do if you don't get one of those top six, man, then I feel like you just need to wait until the end, bro. Because the I think the separator between tight end seven and like fourteen is not going to be enough to really make a difference for you. Mm. Where are you feeling like um like the the latest or the earliest that you would go reach for one of those tight ends? Uh, for what like the four, five, and six one. Uh, just for any tight end, like what's the earliest? I see you went and drafted one in the first yeah. round last night, and then you drafted another one in the second round tonight. So is Kels- that like that's? I guess you don't want the listeners to know what your strategy is if they're in your league. But no, nah, that's is cool. This your, that's cool. Is this your strategy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but nah, Kelsey in the first definitely, and then I will go uh, Waller in the second, and then Kittle. Really, just round by round. So Kelsey, Waller, uh, Kittle. For me, it would be uh, Hawkinson in the fourth. Well, no, nah, I think I would skip around. So maybe fifth for uh, Hawkinson, Andrews, and then six for Pitts. Uh, um, uh, so, you know, I'm in the back end of the turn. So my fifth and sixth pick, uh, if Hawkinson there, I'm grabbing him, bro. If Hawkinson there, my fifth and sixth at that turn, I'm grabbing him. He's going to be a target hog. We already know with Jared Goff, conservative self. So it's gonna be a great pick and great for this league, great for redraft, great for dynasty. I'm drafting him everywhere in the fourth. I'm drafting him as early as the fourth, and uh, if he and I'm not letting him go past me in the fifth or sixth. <laughs> we know who not taking Hawkinson right there, and that's one of our viewers, Nago, because for some reason he doesn't like him. <laughs> <laughs> he gave him away for giving away for free and shit. Appreciate you, my boy. I'm back in the fight in that league. <laughs> Let me catch up on the draft. Um, so I don't know what's the last pick I said, but I'll just start from my sixth round pick. Um, I went Robert Woods in the sixth round, then at six six, then Miles Gaskins went at six seven. Uh, Javante Williams, who looked really good at um, six eight, Adam Thielen at six nine, De- Deontay Johnson at six ten, um, Cortland Sutton at six eleven, then Tua at six twelve, and then Brandon Ayuk on the turn at six seven one. Then Javar just took Chase Edmonds. So we definitely in that dead zone that we were talking about with running backs right now. Um, right. It's, it's, a, it's like they can hit or miss. You know what I'm saying? They they can get the carries. They can get the bolts, but something can go wrong, and it can be another guy get some carries, you know? So, mm. yeah. You know, uh, how do y'all I, feel about Javante Williams? Because I see a lot, oh, a oh, lot, yeah. a hey, lot right. more. I didn't even finish my question. I could say how you feel about Javante oh, yeah, licking an asshole, and you'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, bro." I feel like, <laughs> hey, I like yo, it. I like 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 it. Hey, I didn't even finish my question. I'm saying how you, I, I see a lot of people now taking Javante Williams over Mel- Melvin uh, Gordon in drafts, but I feel like Melvin Gordon, as long as he's on the team, I haven't heard any like bad reports out there. So it's like I feel like he's gonna have a role. I feel like a lot of people are jumping the gun, or do you feel like a lot of people are jumping the gun by drafting him as high as like the six eight right here? I personally I feel think, like that's I a little too that's... high for some. 
I feel especially I mean, with what James Robinson is on the board, and you got um uh, even um Raheem Mustard and even Rondo Rondo Jones, I think. Yeah, I just think I think it's two things for me. One, they traded up and in, in the second round to get him, and usually that's a good sign of what they want to do with this guy. Um, so for them to do that, and then you have Melvin Gordon also nursing an injury, so mm-hmm. that can give Javante Williams more of an opportunity to get those first team reps, mm-hmm. and if he runs, he you know gives him a better chance to run away with the job. Think definitely think Melvin Gordon is still capable, and if he was the only guy back there, then you know he would be a great pick, but. I just think he's towards the end of his like prime. So I think it'll be um, a, a big possibility of Javante running away with the job. And in the sixth round, I don't think you're, 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 you're uh, sacrificing too much. Like you, you have two running backs, hopefully by that point. That was so, his second yeah. running back. Well, that's you. That's your no, second. That's me. That's you. <laughs> well, in the super flex is kind of different. Right? I mean, I, you know what I mean? So. In the super places, hold on, I'm on a clock right here. I, I can dig it. You know, Javante, he should take over the backfield by week five. When I say take over, he should get, he should get the the first reps or what have you in preseason. He got a couple carries, like five or so, and he looked legit out there, bro. He looked like he needed to be on the field, and, and you can't keep somebody that talented off the field. He, he looked way better than Mevin Gordon right now. So, uh, yeah, he's gonna get his burn. Um, it's it's rightfully take him early. You know, Denver gonna be stubborn. Maybe we're gonna go get some runs, but by the end of the year, man, it's it's gonna be Javante Wiz. We don't like to talk injuries, but Melvin Gordon gets banged up from time to time, and starting the season off banged up is not a good look. Uh, I think we. I think I'm gonna go ahead and take that last running back that was in that 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 space that we talked about. Um, I'm gonna go. Let's catch up with it. So Chase Edmonds went to Jabbar, then Kenny Galladay to uh, team number three at seven three, then Tyler Lockett at seven four, then Los took um, T Higgins at seven five, then Michael Thomas went at seven six, then I went James Robinson at seven seven. Going ahead and locking up that three running back. Um, tight that I want to come into this league with. Um, how do y'all feel about Mike Thomas? You know, with all the news going on, like what's the latest you'll let him slide past you? Because I, I feel like he's going to come back at some point, but I feel like at the last season with the oh, I'm gonna come back, I'm gonna come back, I'm gonna come back. Like, I'm off Michael Thomas, and he's the same. Uh, I'll be once I got my third receiver, uh, then uh, you know, I might I, dra- I feel comf- comfortable drafting as my fourth receiver, you know, if he falls that far. Oh, you know. I don't want to – once I – yeah, one, if I can have him on my bench, and especially I, with us having an IR spot, you can throw him on the IR and not have him clog a roster spot for as long as he's going to be out. Because we know the upside that he does bring, but I'm not going to risk that because you never know how injury is going to play out. Like you just mentioned, like last year, everybody thought he was coming back. So as long as I don't have to depend on him giving me starter points, um, I'm, I'm fine with taking him. As like my fourth receiver. Um, let me come through this turn. So, how do you feel about your quarterback situation right now? I love mine, Jabbar. I still got time to get uh Jimmy Graham. You know, I'm just playing. I got time to get Jimmy G. So, uh, yeah, I'm still. I'm. St- I mean, not Jimmy, Jimmy G. G. I'm still had time to get Dalton. So everything. It, it, it's good. Are you talking about Dalton? How do you feel about um? You can have Dalton, bro. He's all yours, right? Sure. So I don't think any. I don't think you're going to be fighting for him. 
How do you feel about um your boy Deshaun Watson? Do you feel like are are you letting him go undrafted, or at a certain point are you pulling that trigger? Uh, yeah. As my third quarterback, I wouldn't mind it because I don't think he's gonna play for the Texans again. But it's a possibility that that everything gets oh, no, pushed no, no, back no, to no. next year. Everything gets pushed back until next year. So if that happens and he does get traded. Serves as a little suspension because you know a suspension is going to come down. So, um, I you know I would feel okay with having him as my third quarterback because we all know the upside Deshaun Watson brings. So I'm at a, a predicament right now. Where I I, I want to take my third quarterback, like you were mentioning. What what is the earliest you take your third quarterback, or do you play it by ear? Yeah, play it by ear. I would want a, a guy that. Uh, Noah's going to be starting at at least at some point this year. Um. So yeah, that's that's how I would. Do. I want to reach for my third quarterback though. I would make sure I will try to get my starting lineup solidified before I do that. See, that's my problem. I always want to reach for my third quarterback. Not even a reach. Yeah, it's I scary. Think. It's scary. Just yeah, about one of your quarterbacks going down in a superflex league, and your your year is over at that point. You know exactly. Um, I think I'm gonna go with the upside here. I, it's just I, I found it so hard to let OD OBJ like slide past me, man. Every time I see his name on there around like the eighth, ninth round, it's like, what if he goes like bonkers? It's possible. We've seen him do it before, but seen him do it. I'm just, I'm just I'm just starting to believe it was because of volume, man. Like it's kind of like I was telling my brother the other day. It's kind of like his and Diggs' roles kind of got flipped, bro. Like remember Diggs was kind of like undervalued bro we all knew he was good but he wasn't in the volume in minnesota and then he mm. went to buffalo got all the volume it's the opposite for beckham he was getting the volume in new york and now he's with cleveland and they're not really you know force feeding him like they did over there so um uh, for me per- uh, personally at uh eight eight i'm going to go with another rookie back trey sermon um the in- the other guy there, Raheem Moster, is dealing with the injury. I do think he's going to get playing time if he's, you know, whenever he does get healthy. But that's another guy, same with Jermonte Williams, that they traded up to get. So, um, you know, they have plans for him. And only thing that's concerning me was was his injury history. But everybody else in that running back room also has injury concerns. So, yeah, can't beat him, join him. Um, exactly. uh, sh- shout out to Ant Dizzle. Uh, he's he's one of the, the members of the session takeover, not members, I guess participants in the session takeover. Uh, draft, he coming through helping us mock uh, today. He says he likes his team. He he got uh, Alvin Kamara in the first, DeAndre Hopkins, Joe Burrow, Terry McLaurin, Mike Davis, TJ Hawkinson. Then he backed it up with another tight end, Logan Thomas, and then Devontae Smith. Um, so I mean. I don't know if he forgot. I don't know. I think I like it. I think I would rather have another quarterback instead of that second tight end right there. Uh, that's That would be the only thing that I, I myself don't like about his team. Yeah, I agree. I wouldn't have went for my second tight end that early, especially when you don't have two. He doesn't have – yeah, he doesn't have two quarterbacks. So Exactly. And at this point, it's like the quarterback's his pool is slimming up a little bit, so – that's why I'm getting scared about letting another quarterback pass me. So we got the Trey Lance, <clears throat> the rookie phenom, uh, phenom in the making, still on the board. Daniel Jones, Fitzpatrick, Darnold, Wilson, Carr, Big Ben, Golf, Winston, and then Cam Newton. And then that starts that stops pretty much the the guaranteed starters, or you and Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, so 
which one of those are you on your third or, or say you're on your third so which i guess i mean we're just playing right now which one of your wide of uh, those quarterbacks are you targeting and then how late do you think he'll make it um uh, i will let you know right after javar picks <laughs> <laughs> you on mute javar I, mean, I don't know if you're talking javar can't take javar can't take a quarterback at this point i don't think I could take another quarterback, but I, I, I'll nah, there's no way he takes another quarterback. Well, he can, but I don't think he's going to take the guy I'm looking at. Yeah, I, I could take another quarterback, but uh, since we can't trade, I'm, I, I would just wait back, take a Sam Darnold, or, or later and try to get. You know, I need to make up for some some wide receiver value that I didn't get earlier by going to get uh, a running back. So that's why I'm gonna go right here, and they've been talking a lot about. LaVisca Chanel. So uh you've been talking a lot about LaVisca Chanel. Oh, oh snap. They got my boy Darnell Mooney down there, but he might make it back. A lot of, you can type in Jacksonville. You're gonna hear some talk Already. about LaVisca Chanel. And uh he could be the second guy with the targets. He, he he on the Marvin Jones train. I'm on the Shark and LaVisca Chanel train. So that's why I'm gonna go. Uh I mean I'm still, ah, I still... you motherfucker. Yeah, I want to trade Lance too. I don't know. Like Trey Lance that's is exactly. not going to go that late though. Trey Lance is going to go around where I took Justin Fields or even earlier. Probably. No, and, and one, you know. Honestly, man, I wouldn't be opposed to getting uh my your first quarterback and then kind of waiting until you can get Trey Lance, like you can scoop up some more value at running back or receiver or Justin Fields. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, Justin Fields too. I I'm in the Trey Lance um, camp if I had to choose between the two, just because I feel like he's gonna rush a little bit more than Fields. But uh, yeah, so if you can get like a Trey Lance and then get a quarterback that can give you a safe floor until Trey Lance is a starter, because we don't know if he's gonna be the starter week one. Trey Lance is an intriguing target for my second quarterback, man. And then I like I like if you if you're gonna wait that late to go your second quarterback, then you I think at that point you got to go quarterback quarterback. And then get like a yeah, Sam Darnold exactly. or something like that. But then, like you say, you now you're catching a lot of value during those in-between rounds where people are going for their second quarterbacks or even their first quarterbacks. You're getting those stud wide receivers or stud running backs right there. So I don't know, man. I think that's a good strategy too. I might have to do a couple of mocks and do that and see how that goes. Yeah. So I can get I'm at nine five. I can get my uh third quarterback, but I'm gonna test it to see how long I can wait. I'm gonna go ahead and grab my third receiver here instead, and I'm gonna go with Tyler Boyd, somebody who doesn't have really have a ceiling, I don't think, but we know that. And I also just made a mistake because I just realized I have Higgins, but <laughs> assuming I don't have that. Higgins, I would say exactly assuming I don't have Higgins, Boyd, I think is a safe target for your wide receiver three spot, man. You know he's gonna you know get flooded with targets close to the line of scrimmage. They have a sorry defense. So um, even though the ceiling isn't that high, I think his floor is super safe. So I would love Tyler Ward as my wide receiver three. I think one thing that we didn't talk about that happened um, was Javar taking Dallas Goddard. And um, I've seen a lot of, well, they played a lot of Eagles game on television um, this preseason. So how do y'all feel about Zach Ertz still being pretty involved in the, in the, He's going to be involved in the workload, or he will be getting some of the workload. It's ugly, bro. I'm reading Zach Ertz is looking good out there, too. Like, he's mm-hmm. looking like the old Ertz. So, it's, Man. it's ugly right now. No, the only upside is you got a young quarterback who possibly could target. He did target 
them a lot when they both was on the field. And then you got a rookie wide receiver who could take some time to adjust to the NFL. So that's the only upside there. But, uh, you know, Goddard is falling. They was talking about trading him. So maybe they'll trade him throughout the year. But to start off, it's, it's, it's looking ugly and it's capping both of their ceiling for sure. Um, yeah, I'm not. I, a, I don't know what I'm going to pick right now. All I know that is, if Ertz has a comeback year this year, I think we're going to see all of the old players next year come back with a new hair color. <laughs> Did you see his new hairstyle, bro? How he, he dyed his man. hair? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, everybody trying to look younger. Everybody going to come back next year trying to look young as hell and shit. <laughs> I see Oh, no, man. My time is up. Hold on. Let me make a pick. My time is up. Uh, I'm going to go. It's falling, though, you know, because of that news that Urse is back because he was going a little higher and earlier um, a couple rounds before when Urse was going to get traded. So, yeah, man, his value is definitely hurting because of that. But, you know, I'll take it. Um, uh, Jalen. Sorry. Damian Harris went. Uh, Damian Harris went at you fucked me up at three at eight eleven, and then Jalen Waddle, who's apparently having a good camp, went at nine one. The Viscus should note, like Javar said, nine two. Then like, Trey Lance at nine three. Brandon Cooks at nine four. Tyler Boyd at nine five. Debo Samuel at nine six. Then I went with the rookie Michael Carter as my um, what's this? My fourth running back right now. Um, how do y'all feel about but, Michael Carter? No matter of fact. Reverse, how do y'all feel about all the offensive uh, weapons for the Jets? Because they're liking kind of limbo, you know, kind of somewhat. I think it's uh, definitely only one way to go for them because they were pretty bad at <laughs> yeah, one way. every position last year. Um, then you have the new head coach coming over from San Francisco. Um, it's a whole. New, it's not going to be the Jets that we're used to seeing. So I'm fine with taking these skill players and Michael Carter because you know he he's looking like the best running back out there. No, Tevin Coleman's been getting some reports, but we all know what Tevin Coleman is, especially us as Falcons fans. For so sure. um, I, I'm fine with taking all Jets players. I'm not avoiding them like I, I did last year. All right. So who you taking first, Elijah Moore or Corey Davis? I'm personally taking. Corey Davis, um, for something we talked about earlier, too, about the rookie quarterbacks not being able to sustain two receivers for fantasy purposes. Um, and then you have Corey Davis coming in and, and getting paid. Like, he, he got a good, pretty good contract, so you know they want him to be the one. So, um, dynasty-wise, of course, I'm going to go with Elijah Moore, but this year I think uh, Corey Davis is going to be the best receiver, personally. Okay. So – one thing I, I before we keep going, uh, I think we should end it at the end of the eleventh. Y'all go with that, or yeah, that's cool. Uh, just so we don't keep on going and going. Um, Corey Davis season. I, I I do like Corey Davis this year, but I, I am a big Elijah Moore like. Fan. I wouldn't be surprised if Elijah Moore comes out there and like goes bonkers. He, even though he was dealing with that quad injury, I don't know what's going to happen with him. But I do like the upside. If we're going like late, I, I think the upside is what I'm looking for. He does have that, like, kind of like that Justin Jefferson, just kind of mm-hmm. pe- like, you know, that rookie yeah, that everybody's kind of like forgetting about. But like his attitude, man, his attitude and what he did with Ole Miss, like, he's, he's been talked up by AJ Brown and DK Metcalf as being like a stud. And his attitude, man, like, he, he, I saw something where he said he's keeping a list 
of all the names of the receivers that was drafted ahead of him. Like mm-hmm. that's that's a guy I want on my team, bro. A guy that wants to win, bro. He's competitive as hell. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, I'm not, I definitely think he's gonna be a beast in this league. I just don't know if it'll happen this year. Like I, I know y'all. Go ahead. I know I know y'all hating on your boy Kadarius Tony, but uh, the only reason why he wasn't getting all these raves is because he was started the year on the COVID list, and I feel like he was drafted in the first round for a reason. He is he was compared to. Um, uh, damn, I forgot his name now. Elijah Moore, he does all the same things. He played in the SEC on a better team in the SEC and had better numbers in the SEC. So I, I don't know why as many people are not on Kadarius Tony. Um, Kadarius Tony. I was on him like two years ago, like whatever, the, before the COVID year. But he I think I remember saying something about him. Uh, I think it's because the offense literally got injured. He got mm-hmm. injured and he had a setback during his injury. So you can forget about it in redraft, in my opinion, especially with oh, yeah, Galladay sure. and you still got Ingram out there. Barker Bro, about back. To, it's a little stacked over there compared to what the Jets running out there. You know, I'm so, I'm more so talking about dynasty. Of course, redraft is like. Uh, uh, no, nah, I'm still taking. I'm still on the Elijah Moore train over over, bro. I've, even for what 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 the quarterback is for, uh, he should be better than Daniel Jones. You know, it's just a whole lot of new stuff going on with the Jets. And I just like his situation better. He got a more clear view to be the guy, the number one. They don't pay Galladay all that money. He's going to be the guy for a while. Other than the Jets, they looking for somebody to claim that role. And Elijah Moore got the talent. They done talked them up and the beat, you know, a lot of people talking about even the beat riders where it smoked this fire. And I'm, I'm definitely in on the Elijah Moore train. Um, so let's catch up on the draft. Uh, what's the last pick that we talked about? Um, Michael Carter. So Michael Carter went at 9-7 to me, then Ronald Jones at 9-8, AJ Dillon AJ Dillon at 9-9, Jacecki at 9-10, uh Raheem Mostert at 9-11, then Juice uh Javaris Landry at 9-12. A lot of people don't talk about Javaris Landry, and I feel like that's crazy. The only reason I didn't take it was because I had Odell already on my team. Uh, Will Fuller at 10-1, uh, Leonard Fournette at 10-2, Curtis Samuel at 10-3, Zach Wilson at 10-4. I w- that was my target. Uh, Michael Tom, Michael Pittman at 10-5, and then I went Derek Carr at 10-6. Uh, like I said, I was looking for Zach Wilson because I, I think a lot of – he's not getting as many rave reports as the other quarterbacks from his class are, but I know he's going to be on the field, and so that's one of the uh, – quarterback threes I'm targeting because he has the upside of that, you know, unknown of being the rookie with a big arm. So how y'all feel about Zach Wilson? He, he's part of the uh, quarterback threes I'm targeting. Wilson, Sam Darnold, uh, Jameis Winston. You know, I, I kind of like those type people with some upside, even maybe possibly Daniel Jones, but somebody going to take him earlier. But, uh, you know, I like those guys as my quarterback three for sure. I don't really like Daniel Jones like that. I, I mean, think I've seen Daniel Jones. So, you know what I'm saying? And he, and he was a decent quarterback when Shaquan Barkley was there. Uh, the numbers show he's he scoring like eight more points, even more, I think, with Shaquan Barkley there. So, you know, as, as long as Shaquan Barkley there, Daniel Jones should be. Why do you say his name like that? <laughs> you don't have an H <laughs> in his name, bro. Shaquan Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but I was yeah. like, is he chewing on something? <laughs> yeah, uh, I, 
It's been kind of he's huh? been he's been getting kind of some negative reports out of camp. It seems yeah. like Daniel Jones and like we and, like I've mentioned multiple times, like you don't like to hear the negative reports out of camp. The mm-hmm. the positive ones you have to weed through and kind of you know see if it's fluff or not. But negative, like I don't think anybody would go out of their way to say something negative about it. So um hey, especially with all G, these man. weapons, exactly exactly with all these weapons now, man. He can't fail this year, bro. They're gonna be looking to replace him. I feel like the, the Kenny G uh news hasn't been that great either. Really? Yeah, Who's I don't know. I, yeah, I think I seen the cut, not injury, like you know, well, he did get injured, but I just saying like the him and the Daniel Jones report hasn't been all that great. Jeez. That's just what I well, yeah, stay away from New York, then stay away. You talking about and you want to talk about Kadarius Tony. <laughs> but hey, I don't. I'm talking about Kadarius Tony. I'm just talking about when people talk about Elijah Moore. I feel like oh, Kadarius Tony, Kadarius Tony should be mentioned too. He was drafted in the first round. Like I feel like he's one of the most disrespected first round draft picks this year. It's I think it's just because like it's a consensus thought that he was they reached for him in the first round. Right, like so, I know he was dra- Yeah, I know they, he was drafted in the first, but. I mean, no. you had Elijah Moore going after him. Who else went in the second round? There was a couple other players that went behind him that people, you Rashad know, Bateman believe. and all them. Yeah, yeah. Rashad, well, Rashad Bateman, Rashad Bateman went after him, but he was still in the first, yeah. I believe. But, I, but my thing about that is what people, I don't know if y'all, if they watched Florida play last year, but the offense was only Kyle Pitts and Kadarius Tony. Like, that yeah. was the offense. And I I don't understand how you could look at Kadarius Tony play and be like, oh man, I don't like him as a player. Or he was I ain't saying I don't if, that, if that's the type of player that you if they was if it was between Elijah Moore and Kadarius Tony, if clearly that's the type of the player that uh Giants wanted to draft. I'm saying I don't see how you could be like uh, clearly they did like the him better. I think it's one A one B between those type of players. But I don't think you could look at Kadarius Tony tape and be like, ah, they shouldn't have drafted him. Uh Elijah Moore may be more of a polished route runner. Maybe, uh, say, but I don't think so myself personally. Who who turned it? Team three. <laughs> That's who turned it. How in. do y'all feel about? Well, I know how Javar feels about it, but how do you feel about uh, Elijah Moore versus Jalen Waddle, Gabe? I had that dilemma in our dynasty league that we just had with Brennan, and I was with you know I faced that dilemma and I picked Waddle over him. So how do you feel about that? I think I would go Waddle over him too. I end up getting Elijah Moore, huh? I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, because I didn't get him. But I mean, it, I think it was because of like the only reason I was really like debating is because you what you didn't really hear anything about Waddle because he had the injury. But mm-hmm. since he's come back to practice, man, they're saying that the chemistry is there with him and Tua. Mm-hmm. He's looking mm-hmm. good. I saw him shake the hell out of somebody the other day, bro. So, um, yeah, I just want to see how you felt about that. Oh, yeah. I like, like Jalen Waddle. I think I like Jalen Waddle. One, I think he has a, a closer track. If we talk about redraft for sure, I think he has a closer uh, inside track on more targets on the volume because yeah. it's not as much competition out there. I haven't really heard any Devontae Parker. Um, Nothing, bro. Yeah, I know they just took uh, Preston Williams off of the P- PUP list. So, you know, that's something to look out for. But it's really just Jalen Waddle, Jalen Waddle, then Albert. Uh, Wilson, you know what I'm saying? Just those type of wide receivers. So I feel like the volume is going to be easier for Jalen Waddle to get to. And that's one Plus he has that built-in chemistry already too. So That too. And he already played with him. So he doesn't have – so he might – that might help, like how they say in school, put a grading curve on that rookie curve, uh, that rookie first I, li- I like that. I like that. I like that way you brought up the, the quarterback and the wide receiver. You know, they got a little connection. That that does make a big difference. You, you it's a lot of like old – like like – 
former college teammates reuniting this year. You got Devontae yeah. Smith and Jalen Hurts, Tua and Waddle. That's and then you have uh Burrow, Jamar Chase, Chase and Burrow. Yeah. That's, funny. So that's pretty dope. I think I'm gonna take a tight end just so I can make sure I have a full roster at the end of this. I'm gonna yeah, this is the last round that we're gonna record, but I think we should just finish it up. But anyway, um, so from where we left off, who was the last person we talked about? Of course, Javar would take him. So um Los took Ryan Fitz Magic at 10-8. Uh Robert Tunyon went at 10-9, Daniel Jones at 10-10, then Daryl Mooney. Uh, Javar Pick went at 10 11. Uh, James Connor went at 10 12. Zach, Tom, Zach Moss at 11 11, 11 1. Uh, James Winston at 11 2 by Javar. Herb Smith at 11 3. Antonio Brown at 11 4. Then Corey Davis went to Lowe's at 11 5. Keon Drake at 8 11 6. And then I took Jonu at 11 7. Then Tyler Higby went behind me with Jamal Williams following. And now it's on the 11th. Uh, the tenth pick in the eleventh round. Um, how do y'all feel about who was that that I wanted to talk about? Dejonu Smith and Hunter Henry um, out there. I think Hunter Henry is hurt, right? Yeah, I believe yeah, so. He back, but he's straight. He, I think mm. he been back at practice. I believe. So I think Jonu is the guy I would be targeting, just because it seems like they've been moving him around more. Uh, no, well, Hunter Henry ain't been out there, but they see it seems like they have a more plans for him than Hunter Henry than just the traditional tight end. They he's been getting mm-hmm. running back snaps and stuff like that. So that's who I would go for. But that's just me personally. I, I like Jonah Smith out of, out of the both of them too. Like like Monago said, Jonah Smith get the yards at the contact the, the yak and that's Facts. what I want to see. Facts. Um well since that's the end of the the televised part part of the mock draft, let's go through and just um tell everybody your team and then we'll just pick which team that we like the most and then we'll end the show on that. So, go right, ahead, tell so me. I got Kyler Murray, Joe Mixon, Javante Williams, Mike Evans, T. Higgins, Tyler Boy, Waller, Sermon, Corey Davis, Hertz, and Fitzpatrick. I have way too many Bengals. Yeah, that's kind of gross. That, uh, like that's it. when you that's <laughs> when you know when you look at your team, you're like, damn, I got way too many yeah, yeah. players on here or whatever. Uh, you Jamal, you go ahead and tell me your team. Squad. You should just win and draft the borough. <laughs> What's your team, Jabari? What you got going, Jabari? Oh, you know, I got Pat Mahomes, Najee Harris, Justin Jefferson, Darrell Henderson, Justin Fields, Courtland Sutton, Chase Edmonds, uh, Dallas Goddard. LaVisca Chanel, Darnell Mooney, and Jameis Winston. Um, and then I went ahead and I got Nick Chubb, Josh Allen, J.K. Dobbins, Tom Brady, Chris Godwin, Robert Woods, James Robinson, Odell Beckham, Michael Carter, Derek Carr, and then Jonah Smith to finish it off. Um, I think my team is the best. Honestly, I think I got the most uh, I think my balanced team is the best. You think your team is the best too, Jamar? I, I like my team, but Team Twelve. I'd have been rocking with Team Twelve if if they just took another quarterback with them running backs. That should just carry them. When Aaron Rodgers, uh, you know, whatever points he get out them wide receivers, that would probably been good money for real. For real, Gerard don't like I, his own team. Huh? No, I like my team. I do like that. Um, that going running back heavy right there. But I think I would have like I would have had to pick at least one wide receiver stud just to make me feel good going into the year. You know what I mean? I probably would have yeah. maybe not not took Kareem Hunt and took the best wide receiver available right there, or maybe 
Well, I mean, he took Jamar, Jamar Chase, but I probably would have took a Cooper Cup or a Robert Woods somewhere around there just Absolutely. so I could feel more confident at, at my wife. But that is a nice team, I think. Definitely, he, bro. He, yeah, bro. I'm taking more Cup, Woods, Deontay over Chase, bro. So he he went kind of crazy. It was the computer drafting, so he went kind of crazy. I think that, <laughs> that computer went kind of crazy. That, that bot went crazy. <laughs> I, I think that's I think that's my favorite team. I'm going through the teams right now. That's not mine. That's not named my team. I think that's my favorite team. <laughs> of course. What y'all think? Y'all got, got any disagreements? No, no. I just I just like yeah, the running backs, like and he that. got a decent wide receiving court. It just goes to show you how deep wide receivers is this year. You know, mm-hmm. I like Paul's team, team too, though, man. Christian McCaffrey, then he followed up with Dak, and he has the CD Lamb stack, has Miles Sanders, who should be a good running back too. Damian Harris, who's been getting great reports out of camp. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, he has a pretty good squad, bro. Jalen Waddle has some upside, man. Yeah, I can dig. He got two stacks. Okay, Paul, see, you, bro, that boy been, boy, that boy been working it all season, bro. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I like it. It's not bad. I like Team 12 way more. I don't like drafting on the turn, so it's surprising that the two teams on the turn got the best uh, draft that we see. Um, <laughs> anybody else Anybody else that um, – anything other that you that you took from this draft going into Monday? Javar, the clock is on you. Uh, but anybody – anything else that you, that you took going into this? Um, going oh, it's going to be a little different. Quarterbacks are definitely going to run off the board, so uh, – I only thing I'm taking account from this draft is um, get your tight end whenever you can, and uh, wide receiver value is gonna be everywhere. So, you know, um, yeah, that's that's really what I can take from away from this. You know, I think re- receiver is the one position. It's usually like tight end or quarterback if you know your regular leagues, but I think in this scoring format, plus it being super flex, I think uh, wide receiver is the position that you can wait on. Mm-hmm. Cause the points is gonna the points is gonna even out regardless because they're getting like the two points for first downs and all that crazy stuff. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, I think I, I think I would end up going a lot heavier at running back early. I yeah, I think that's one thing I take from this. And if if I want a tight end, I'm gonna have to go get them. Yeah, definitely. Uh y'all got anything else? We you might to, see uh, go quarterback, three running backs, tight end, and then try to take some at quarterback. I might nice try to get Kyle Pitts. Oh, man, we're going to be on the lookout for – I guess we'll run a couple more mocks um, before the weekend is up, before it's time to draft. Um, what y'all got going in game going on this weekend? I think. Uh, redraft season kicks off, redraft man. My first – well, besides Scott Fish, that 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 mm-hmm. was early. But in terms of, like, home leagues, redraft season kicks off. So I'm going to be I'm gonna be hype all weekend, bro. Can't wait. Oh, Monago, last comment before we get out here. Monago mentioned um, Anthony Fersker from the Tennessee Titans. I feel like a lot of people are not talking about him. I don't, I don't know. I, I, bro, have to I, was, I was low on him, bro, but I went back and watched that uh, when they played the, the Ravens last year in the playoffs, bro, and they were talking about how he pretty much filled in for uh, Adam Humphreys. Like, they had him lined up out wide a lot, bro, and he, he looked better than I just remember him looking, bro, so – if you do have to wait on tight end, like Ferkser might be a nice little target to get, bro, because he he looked good last year. They were scheming up plays for him and everything, bro. Yeah. Uh but then they, they didn't also didn't have Julio out there. That would be my only caveat to that. Yeah, they didn't. Um 
I think that's it. If y'all don't got nothing else, uh, shout out to everybody that joined this session takeover uh, to tournament. Um, we'll see y'all on Monday. You know, what I'm saying all the fun and games are over. Hope all of y'all lose to me because I want the five hundred dollar pot. Be on the lookout for the announcement of what charity that we chose. Um, that'll be. I guess we might drop that Monday before the draft or something like that. I'm thinking. I don't know. Whatever we come up with. Um, shout out to the real deal of Fantasy HQ, and I think that's it. Shout out, Tonya. Peace. We out. Fantasy. Fantasy. Fantasy.